everyone and welcome back to processions this is episode three and i want to thank you for all the kind words you've said over the course of the announcement of this new show on twitter and elsewhere it means a lot to me um before we begin i also want to say this is still the opening week of processions which is open to the public free of cost without any subscription After that, starting with episode six, uh, I will be releasing these episodes a week delayed on the main feed, and so there will be seven days of a Patreon exclusive. So in order to stay up to date, make sure you subscribe so you can listen to the latest episodes of Processions as they come out. Today, I'm going to be reading from Dante's Inferno, which I'm sure many of you know, the epic poem of early modernity. the Commedia, and so the Inferno is the first of three of these parts. And um, I'm going to be reading from the very first page of the first canto. And for those who are interested, I will be reading from Robert Pinsky's translation. That's really important when it comes to Dante studies. And this is perhaps one of my favorite works in general. Certainly, this beginning point is one of my favorite openings to any poem that I can think of. And I really like it because of its emphasis on starting from the middle, starting from the mediated, starting from the partial, right? Without this sense of absolute origin or absolute end from which we can begin. And so I will start reading from Dante now. Midway on our life's journey, I found myself in dark woods, the right road lost. To tell about those woods is hard, so tangle and rough and savage that thinking of it now, I feel the old fear stirring. Death is hardly more bitter. And yet to treat the good I found there as well, I'll tell what I saw. Though how I came to enter, I cannot well say. Being so full of sleep, whatever moment it was, I began to blunder off the true path. But when I came to stop below a hill that marked one end of a valley that had pierced my heart with terror, I looked up towards the crest and saw its shoulders already mantled in rays of that bright planet that shows the road to everyone, whatever our journey. There's so much richness in these opening lines of this poem right we can start with thinking about right midway on our journey so one might imagine a a first person right this is dante speaking after all midway on my journey but no it's our journey it begins both at middle point and as social this is really important to me right and so it also begins from a perspective of a sort of muddled partiality, a bewildered partiality in this tangle and rough wood in which Dante can't quite place himself fully, can't quite remember things fully. And so in this eclipsed, literally perhaps in the sense of the bright planet, which mantles, right, rays mantle the valley, 
and which leads the path to everyone. You know, obviously we could think about Plato and the sun and, and all sorts of different themes with that. The road for everyone, right? The, the, the true path, no matter whatever your journey is, this sort of creates a scene and a structure and a, and a topos, right? Of a mediated structure. Uh, you're thrown into the middle point, right? We're, we're, we're born into a world, right? To use Heideggerian terminology, but of course, um, we're not necessarily thrown into Germany of the 19th and 20th century, as perhaps Heidegger would emphasize. And so Dante's offering a, another sort of phenomenological rendering, right? born into this tough and tangled, this awfulness, this this partiality, this bewildering, often suffering wood. But amidst that, there's also quite a bit that's good and quite a bit to hold on to and, and, and quite a few paths that are true and paths that can lead to a sense of understanding of the world in which we live in, which then one might say, once we can understand the world we can do better at changing it right and so but this starting point right this it really is a sort of analog starting point there's not an absolute origin it's not a it's not an encounter with a thing to think of perhaps hegel or even kant or and others there's phenomenological tradition especially in german phenomenology um it's not a in a an encounter with a commodity. It's a middle point in which we all exist in unclarity. And the goal is to dive into the depths and find a sort of clarity and truth that perhaps we can then, even in its multiplicity, especially in its multiplicity, because of its multiplicity, we can find a path to change that isn't just one point either and so there's many paths that necessarily compose the true path and so i think i'll leave it at that and we'll see you next time please share and subscribe have a good one